Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 7.30 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds <laughs> argue with each other. <laughs> Alright, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs> You're listening to the Never Heard of It podcast. A Night Shift Radio original. Every week we bring you the good, the bad, the weird, and lesser known streaming movies. Hit subscribe for new episodes every Thursday and Sunday. So it's been a big week oh, for me. Okay. Uh, and it would have been for you if Google Stadia would have got its shit together. You're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh... I still haven't haven't fully recovered my 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 ambition for for gaming since that happened. You know, like I I told you a while back, I downloaded and played some uh, uh, Cult of the Lamb, and you know, definitely loved it. But it's just like a lot of the a lot of the the wind in my sails just kind of drained out after after the Stadia shut down. I, I that's completely understandable. You know, like uh, it's I mean, I can't think of aside from the Sega Dreamcast. Uh, I can't think of another time. Uh, was that Sega or was it Sony? Dreamcast, Sony Dreamcast. was Sega. Yeah. yeah, it was Sega. Yep. I can't think of another time where a console just like crashed and burned. Mm -hmm. Oh man, yeah. Dreamcast did so bad. But here's the thing: I, I knew some diehard Dreamcast fans, and uh, a couple of them in college almost won me over uh, on a couple of titles. But like realistically, that console was garbage. The controller was awkward. The game selection was weird, and I just like it didn't. It didn't hit for me. I and I think you know there there was like it couldn't get that mainstream connection, and I think that is what you know what sank it. And you know maybe that's the thing with Stadia. Maybe that's what happened, but I don't think so because we know that Google has a track record yeah. of losing interest. You know, I wouldn't even say that they're like we're going to cut our losses type thing. I just think they have a track record of losing interest in projects and just being like, eh, I don't want to deal with that anymore. So we're just going to shut it down. Honestly, that's not that far from the truth. That's yeah. It's like you're, it's, you're pretty much onto it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Which is a shame. So anyways, uh, I'm referring to the big release of destiny Two Lightfall. Yeah. Um, which is the brand new, uh, you know, large story campaign introduced a whole new subclass called strand. Neat. Um, and it's, it's really great, but there's this big uh, controversy, as always. Controversy in gaming. No what? way. What? You're lying. That never happens. Uh, so there's this big controversy right now because people are complaining about the story. And I agree 
but not to the degree in which people are complaining. Interesting. So the thing is, is, is Destiny started nine years ago with Destiny 1, and they introduced a couple of, of plot points that were like, here's these things, and this thing happened, and there's this thing called the Traveler, and it's this giant planet-like thing, and but there's something coming after it, okay. and it's the darkness, and the darkness is coming after it, and it's going to steal the Traveler, and when it does, we don't have superpowers anymore, and we're no longer immortal, so this is a big deal, right? This is a really big deal. Flash forward nine years, right? We get little snippets of this plot over the course of nine years. Destiny becomes Destiny 2. Yeah. We get a whole bunch of other plot lines. Now we see that there's these this uh, you know uh, armada of pyramid shaped ships. You know we saw that a couple of years ago uh, heading towards the traveler, and we're like, this is the darkness. Here, it, it. here it fucking comes. They've been warning us since the beginning. Here it comes, and then it finally gets here, and they're like, no, we're we're not the darkness actually, and we're like, what? wait. What? And they're like, yeah, no, no, no. We use the darkness, um, but the darkness isn't bad. It's just another source of superpowers uh, like stasis, which they introduced sure. uh, two years ago in Beyond Light. Okay. Um, and now there's Strand, which they just introduced. These these are darkness powers, but darkness isn't bad. It's very yin-yang of like light is these aspects and dark is these aspects, but neither are good or bad. Okay. Uh, it's just kind of like you could, you could have the light sub subclasses and be a dick, or you could have the dark ones and be a good person either, or it works. So they finally get here. Right. And they're all like, no, 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 we're not the darkness, but we're here to kill the traveler, but we got to find this thing in this hidden planet. And we're going to go down this thing called the veil. Okay. Nobody knows what it is. We've been talking about it for a couple of years now, but we got to go down and get this veil because that's how us, the bad guys are going to destroy the traveler. And then you guys don't have superpowers anymore. And then we can just steamroll you because now you're all mortal. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're like, shit, that sounds bad. Yeah. So we go, to this secret planet and all the people living there and we're like hey dudes like what the fuck is the veil and they're like i have no idea what you're talking about but <laughs> it might be this weird thing that lives under the city that no one ever talks about and has no idea what it is and we're like yeah that's the one and so that sounds we go like it. down that sounds like it let's totally that's totally sounds it so we go down and find the veil which is really just this giant amoeba like thing and it's not a creature it's just like this mass of energy okay and we finally get down to it and the bad guys get down there to it and we're like ah fuck now we gotta fight the bad guys so we fight the bad guys and we defeat them and we're like haha idiots now you don't got the veil but then the main bad guy destroys the traveler anyways what? without the veil and we still don't know what the veil was or its purpose and it just kind of felt like this weird MacGuffin where it was like you gotta find the veil and then you finally do and they're like yeah no we don't actually care about the veil and uh, he was gonna kill the thing anyways it was and a it was distraction yeah, so it's really weird. So the problem is, is that this is the last big expansion, the second to last, this is the penultimate expansion before the Good final part. chapter of the good of the light and darkness saga of destiny. So this has been, uh, they've been saying like, this is, you know, since destiny one to now is what's called the light and darkness saga. Yeah. So this is supposed to be the thing that happens right before the final shape, which is the name of the, um, expansion that comes out next year, which is the end of the light and darkness saga, potentially the end of destiny two, it'll move to destiny three. Maybe no one really knows that exact detail yet. Um, but Destiny is still going to be going on. So the problem that everybody has is that they release this penultimate thing mm -hmm. and they uh, don't give you any answers and raise more questions. So it kind of feels like, 
well, then what was the purpose of the expansion? Because like this could have been done in like a cut scene at the end of a season, like and not warrant this giant, you know, $80 expansion that I had to buy. Yeah. You know, when you didn't give me any new information and then basically piled on even more new information that I was like, well, now what's all that mean? So I get why people are frustrated. I completely understand that. Yeah. And they introduced a brand new character. And, you know, we talk about this in our episode coming up this Sunday. By oh. the way, this Sunday, we have a brand new episode. It's true. We're talking about a movie called Dracula on Holiday. Um, but we talk about this, but the character in Destiny that uh, that you introduce is dorky. And mm. it, it becomes grating because it's like, you know, like one one of the things he said, uh, you know, I forgot. Uh, he says, like, there's a, uh, an army called the Shadow Legion. And he goes, Shadow Legion, Shmato Legion. And I'm like, fucking stop. Uh, what? Come on. No. Like, who wrote that dialogue and was like, yep, that's the one. That's, Feel really uh, confident about that. We got like, to ship just, this one right away. Right away. It was cringy. It just, it just fell. It just feels awkward. And the worst part about it is that he says it, he's an NPC. So he says it every time you walk up to him. Oh, and I'm like, God, no. make it stop. Please make it stop. No. It's so bad. And it's, and it's frustrating. So I, I, uh, sympathize with everybody who is very frustrated with the story. Now, all of that aside, Tons of really great things happened in Destiny. A lot of quality of life upgrades. Strand, the new subclass, is insanely fun because you can grapple around like Spider-Man and it's just super fun. Uh, There is a lot of really great things to talk about with the expansion, but the story is not one of them, but it's not enough to deter me, to turn me off of of playing. Um, But I get it. I do understand where people are saying. I like Just from what you've described to me, I wouldn't want to play this because what is the point of an expansion if you are not expanding on the story? <laughs> so uh, here's and here's where the other part is. So Destiny works in a, in kind of a weird way, is and you know this, but for the audience listening, sure. there's one major expansion a year, mm-hmm. and that progresses the large, large plot, like the the all in company accompanying, you know, like galaxy wide plot. Sure. And then there's seasons, which last roughly twelve weeks, and those are always like either a B plot, like a subplot or they sort of fill in the blanks to the larger plot as they go. The season, which is called Season of Defiance, story is great hmm. and the gameplay is great and like the whole idea of it is it's just really fun and the story is really cool it brings back uh, it brings back a really great character queen marasav oh yeah um and she's just really fucking cool and like you work with her a lot so it's fun um and i love the season and the season gave me a lot of really cool story bits that don't necessarily tie directly to lightfall but do answer questions that i've had over the past couple of years of the seasonal storyline. They did a really good job with that. It's just the Lightfall story falls flat. Gameplay, great. Hmm. Loved it to death. It was fun to play, but every time somebody spoke, I'm like, I don't understand what you're doing. Yeah. Like, I don't understand what's happening. It's not It's not clicking for me. So that's what the the frustration part is. But that's, that's Lightfall uh, hitting on Destiny 2. If you're a longtime Destiny 2 fan, Look, you already bought it. You're already playing it, right? Like it came out like two weeks ago. Uh, I I ain't turning you over. But if you're no. a passive Destiny fan, it's worth it just for Strand alone. Like it is worth it for the new subclass for me completely. That's funny. You keep saying Strand, and I know what you mean because I remember watching the the trailers and the announcement and whatnot. Um, but 
Uh, I mostly associate the word Strand with the name Victor Strand from Fear the Walking Dead, Coleman Domingo's character, uh, oh. who is such a just a weird, weird character that like every every season was an arc of like, wait, is Victor a bad guy this year? Uh, okay, yep. <laughs> yeah, totally. He's totally bad guy this year. Yeah. So you say Strand, and I hear Victor Strand. <laughs> and that's, you know, it's kind of funny about that, that sort of like plot line thing, because that happened in House of the Dragon mm. with Matt Smith's character. Mm -hmm. Because the first season, you're like, this guy's bad. Like, he is a bad person. I don't like this guy. And then, like, late as the season progressed, because there's only one season. So, like, the first couple episodes, you're like, yo, fuck this guy. And then, like, episode four rolls around, and you're like, well, hang on. Um, like, he's kind of cool, and he does this really cool badass thing. Yeah. And, like, he defeats somebody that's bad, and you're like, okay, well, all right. And then later, you know, yeah, it becomes incestuous, sort of. They're, like, second cousins or whatever, but it's still incestuous. Sure. And he marries his, like, second cousin, and they have kids, but he's fiercely protective of them and her and he's very like chivalrous about it and it's like you're kind of a good like it was a very weird thing but they didn't make it a redemption arc it's just all of a sudden he was good and you're like what the fuck is going on michael you know as well as i know that just because you are a bad guy doesn't mean you are, <laughs> you are a bad, bad guy, guy. <laughs> <laughs> crush man's head like sparrow egg between thighs that's great. Uh, yeah, it was really weird. But like, that's weird with those sort of like anti-hero characters. But yeah. it was really weird to see happen over the course of like eight episodes is like starting off being like, holy shit, this is a bad, bad dude, like straight up villain character, not like sort of bad, like, you know, Negan, where it's like, yeah, he, he does bad things, but it's for a greater cause. Like, yeah. no, he was just villain, like villain level. And then all of a sudden you're like, mm, I kind of like you. He's one of my favorite characters. Uh, and that, I won't say that every moment of it was great, but speaking of Negan, like, I think, you know, people, pe a lot of people bailed on The Walking Dead fairly early. Uh, so they I did. may not. I, did, I think it's season three. Negan has a actually pretty fantastic uh, villain to redemption arc where it's never fully like like a complete 180 and everybody loves him and he's a hero, but like actually has a challenging, controversial uh, redemption arc. And it's interesting. And like his character, I mean, I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Absolutely love him to yeah. death. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And the way he is able to, to go from what appears to be a sadistic, brutal dictator of a man to like a more nuanced kind of anti-hero to uh in like actually like arguably a protagonist of the the end seasons. Um really, really interesting. Well done to Jeffrey D. Morgan. It's again it's fresh on my mind because we just finally finished the series recently uh yeah. and got caught up on on Fear of the Walking Dead. Uh so like all of this stuff is is in my head. It's um it's it's really fascinating, and it, it, like I understand. I mean, we've we've gone into it before. I understand why people bailed. I disagree, and I think it was a great show. Uh, and I think the ending wrapped up really interesting. Uh, but yeah, Negan, interesting guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly enough to get his own series. Uh, oh, everyone that's right. loves. I forgot about yeah, that. everyone loves Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I remember him uh, mostly from two things. One, he was in Grey's Anatomy. Mm -hmm. um, so I remember him from Grey's Anatomy. My my wife at the time loved Grey's Anatomy, so we used to watch it all the time, and I remember those episodes. But he was also in a really great rom com called P.S. I Love You. Oh yeah, uh, which I loved that movie. I love that movie a lot. It's such a heartbreaking movie. Um, but he's he's really 
great in that movie as well. Um, that's Hilary Swank and Gerard Butler, uh, Harry Connick Jr.'s in it, Lisa Kudrow, like really great cast. Uh, really, really like it's it's a sad movie, but like it has a good, yeah. you know, like it has a good ending because the whole movie is really about getting over grief, right? Because her husband dies yeah. and, and it's him helping her move on from his death. And it's just... You know, it's a very, uh, it's a great story. It's a great story. I'm, I'm a really big fan of that movie. So, yeah. oh, and he's just such a charmer. He he's, really is. He's it's because he's so good looking. He really is. Just yeah. And I always forget that he's the dad from Supernatural. He is Mr. Winchester. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, At which uh, there is a prequel series called The Winchesters, mm-hmm. which is is about the the mom and dad meeting for the first time and like fighting ghosts. But it is basically just the plot of Supernatural, just with the parents. I haven't seen it. It looks interesting. I'm I'm curious. I had a really hard time getting into it, um, only because I was like, this feels very. Like, it feels very formulaic. To, like, it felt so much like Supernatural, just with different people, that I was like, it almost feels like a ripoff. Like, it didn't offer me anything new. I might be into that, though. I suppose, like, the early uh, Supernatural episodes, especially, when they, like, before they started the, like, like kind of weirder, longer story arcs that have gotten them 40 seasons or whatever. Were they um, fucking around with God and shit like that? Yeah, when it was primarily a Monster of the Week type show, that that formula was a fuck ton of fun. And then it's not to say that the show got bad. It's just like some of the fun went out of it uh, yeah. in, in some of the more involved plots. And so I think a return to that formula, uh, as long as the, the casting and the writing is good, I, I could get into that. Yeah? Yeah. You, I mean, you should check it out. Listen, I don't want to upset any Supernatural fans. I know you have a very passionate following mm-hmm. uh, it's, of Supernatural it's people. It's true. It's true. And I am not saying that it's bad, and I'm not saying that Supernatural was bad either. We 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 are all for them. They look really cool. But I had a hard time getting in the Winchesters because it felt too similar. Totally to me. fair. It didn't feel like it offered anything new. Mm. Um, but I mean, then again, I also bailed on Supernatural. I mean, not intentionally. It just sort of went away, and I never had the motivation to go back to it. Yeah. So after a couple of seasons, but yeah. Well, and knowing going, I mean, if someone was a super fan of the, of Supernatural, they probably knew about and have already watched this. So like, again, like yeah. you said earlier, not swaying anyone's opinion, just like with Destiny. Um, but like someone who maybe missed this, like me, hearing that description, like it's either going to be like, okay, no, I'll pass. Like I'm, I'm fine with, with Supernatural or like, oh, that sounds, that sounds like fun. I'll watch it. Uh, so now I have to find out where this is streaming. Was it on Netflix? Uh, it's on the CW app. Oh. You can watch it for free. Oh. Um, that's what the great thing about the CW app is. You don't need to have a TV service or anything. You huh. literally just download the CW app, sign in. I think I think you have to create an account, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, and then you can watch all of their shows for free, like the day after they air. I learned so, like, something You can watch today. The Flash. You can watch like all of that. It's great. Um, yeah, I, you know, and that's the thing, like, you know, a couple of years ago when the CW was airing a lot of shows I was watching when it was airing like the flash and like legends of tomorrow and, Mm -hmm. uh, legacies and all those shows. And I was really into all those shows. It was awesome to just load up the app the next day, 
watch that episode because I don't have live TV. I don't have an antenna, so I don't have live TV. I don't have any sort of like TV package. Right, same. And it was great to just for free be able to do that when, you know, shows or services like NBC and CBS, they require you to have a TV service in order to watch it. Like you can't just watch the shows for free. Mm -hmm. Fox now has done this where they've, uh, you know, Hulu is a paid service. That's where you get all your Fox shows. Yep. CW was like, no, fuck that, man. We give you that shit for free. Go watch our stuff. We're just going to pepper it with a bunch of CW commercial ads. Sure. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Uh, you know, a lot of going to watch commercials if I watched it live anyways. Yeah. A lot of that stuff is also on HBO Max, which is great if you have that service. But if you don't, again, like the ability to just go and watch the stuff as though you had regular network TV. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's pretty handy. I respect that. Yeah, and I think the Winchesters is still happening. I think they're still in their first season. Um, um, either they're they it just ended or it's still it's still happening. Uh, their first season. There were a couple of good. There was a couple of really good episodes. They go to a hippie commune. Uh, that was a cool episode because there's like a Scooby gang of them now. It's okay. not just the the mom and dad, and that's it. That was a really cool episode. Um, I love those sort of monster of the week episodes. You know, we just talked about that, but um, it's just something about it. I just couldn't. I couldn't stick with it seems like there's one episode left in this first season actually and that is cool. uh two days from when we were recording so when this releases it will already be available to watch so if you're if you're following you probably know that but if you're not well now you know that the uh, the final episode of the season is ready to drop and by the time you watch them all it should be there yeah there you go fun yeah. fun yeah, so, you know, we mentioned we have a brand new episode coming out this Sunday. Um, this Sunday, we're, we're, you know, this month, we're celebrating our fifth anniversary of doing this podcast, five years of a brand new episode every Sunday, and for the past couple of years, brand new episodes every Thursday and Sunday, as you're listening to one of our Thursday bonus episodes. That's a lot. It's That's true. a lot of episodes. Uh, so if you're new, if you're fairly new to the podcast, you got a lot to go back and, and listen to. You know, go back, scroll through the titles. If something jumps out at you, you don't got to listen to all of them. But if a movie jumps out at you, you're like, ooh, that title sounds cool. That description sounds cool. Let me listen to that episode. Do yeah, it. That'd be yeah. really cool. Yeah. And leave a rating and review while you're at it. Uh, so we're talking about the movie Dracula on Holiday. This is a Scottish film that came out in 2021. Uh, it is currently streaming on Tubi TV here in America sure as of time of recording this. Uh, so if you are the type of person that watches movies before we review them, that's where you go. That's that's to, that's what you do. And as as we've said every time, Tubi is free. Another service that you don't have to sign up for an account for. Uh, just download the app or go to TubiTV.com and just just fucking watch the shit. Just it's, do it. it's integrated in a lot of smart TVs now. There's, they have a button for 2B TV, which yeah. I think is awesome. And if, you, um, if you've never watched a movie on TV, uh, Tubi before, welcome to the podcast. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you, you might actually surprise yourself with, with what's on there now. Like when we started this five years ago, it was basically just a treasure trove of terrible. Uh, and now it's a pretty broad, competitive uh, streaming service owned by Fox. So a lot of Fox content on there and you know, yeah. live stuff too, news and sports and whatnot. Oh, uh, very large kids section too, with a lot of old cartoons, which is really great. Like all the old Nintendo cartoons are on there. So like Noted. you can watch the old, uh, legend of Zelda. You can watch the super Mario show. There's like a uh, GI Joe is on there. Some old transformers. Like there's some really cool old shows as well as some newer, uh, shows. Uh, yeah. I mean, Tubi has a, for a free service that you don't need to sign into, Tubi offers a lot of great stuff. Obviously it's all ad supported yeah. except for the kids side. There's no ads on the kids side because oh. there's a law about that. Hey, I like um, that. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a law that came out in 1993 about that, uh, um, that you can't have ads uh, during kids shows. Um, or you can have ads, but it has to be a limited number of ads and it can't be advertising for the product of the show that you're watching. So if you're watching G.I. Joe, can't they can't be. show you a commercial mm -hmm. for G.I. Joe, mm -hmm. which they used to do when we were kids. Oh, yes. That's what they used to do. But after 1993, that became a law. You, I can't watch, you know, whatever, SpongeBob, and then see a commercial for a toy for SpongeBob. That was against the law, so you can't do that. That's fair. That's um, reasonable. But also, there was a limited number of uh, commercial speed. You could only advertise so many minutes, and streamers basically just dropped it. They were just like, fine, no commercials during kids' stuff, whatever. You know, it'll be maybe an ad for another show or something, but yeah. uh, never uh, for any of the commercials. It's just better that way. Protect the kids. Yeah. that's a, I, For real this time, and not, you know, fake... The way some people are doing. One of any number of ways you can actually protect children. Yes. <laughs> Protecting them from ads. From capitalism. Shelter them yeah. from capitalism for as yeah. long as possible. Yes. Yes. That is, this is the way. Uh, all right. Hey, thanks a lot for watching and listening. Uh, drop subscribe wherever you happen to be. We super appreciate it. And of course, we will see you this Sunday for our brand new episode. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs>